it's time to welcome Colin McNiff to the show to have a look at tonight's 10 race program at Hobart. Good morning, Cole. Morning, Jared. Looking forward to this. We've got some good greyhounds going around there in Hobart tonight. And I think the we've got the greyhound that is a potential top liner uh, lining up in, in race number seven. Okay, well, we'll get that uh, to that in a moment. A pretty sad week for greyhound racing, I suppose, Australia-wide, uh, with the closure of Devonport uh, earlier in the week. Yeah, uh, after 70-odd years of, uh, of greyhound racing there at the Devonport showground, the same going for the... Harness Racing uh, with they, their final meeting last uh, Sunday and, and that was even sadder because they only had three races, the lights didn't work and then the Greyhounds had their final meeting there on Tuesday um, and just a little in abeyance at the moment as to what's going to happen and when it's going to happen uh, regarding a new track on the northwest coast. So we're waiting with bated breath for some uh, firm details as to when work will get underway on a new uh, Harness and Greyhound track uh, Seemingly at, uh, at La Trobe, which is about uh, five or ten minutes down the road from Devonport. Okay, well, that's good news. Actually, Devonport, one of the tracks that I never made it to, so that's a little bit unfortunate. But uh, I'm not sure of the politics of it all in Tasmania or, or where things are at. But I would have thought that I've known for you know, a few months at least that uh, that those oh, yeah. that track, that venue was going to close and that perhaps things might have moved a little bit faster in regards to some new tracks. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. Uh, it has um, has taken a long time. Uh, it did seem a couple of months ago that they identified the land where they uh, are going to build the new track, but uh, nothing seems to have happened as yet. That land hasn't uh, has not been purchased uh, as we speak. Okay. Anyway, we've got to find some winners tonight, uh, and the quadrilla gets underway. It's a Grade Three race five over the four sixty one. We've got a key scratching here with one of the equal favourites, mm. not so cashless coming out. Uh, box four, Pages Creek gets a run. Green Machine will be the clear favourite, but all eyes on Amy Cora. We haven't seen her for eight months. We know how good she is, but any reports on how she's been going? She did have a uh, stewards trial last week. Didn't run flash time, but you would think just with that little hit out that, that she'd be better for it. So uh, I've got her on top, Amy Cora, as you say, resumes. Hasn't raced since July. She has one here in 25.84. She's got a great record from box two. 11 starts for four wins and five placings from uh, the black and white. Uh, as I mentioned, Stewart's trial last week was okay. Uh, I think she'll go well fresh. Eight green machine, racing really well, draws a good box, has gone 25.86. And his record from box eight is two wins and three minor placings from six runs. So they are the two for mine. Eight or two, two or eight. I've gone two ahead of eight now with the four coming out. The second leg of the quadrilla, it's the Maiden Series final. Fascinating betting race. We've got three greyhounds at 390 and one at 380. It's the favourite Cascade Carriage, box eight at 380. Then those at 390. Missed a 10%, tricked it, and Marry the Knight. Yeah, tricky little affair, isn't it, uh, second leg of the quadrilla. I've gone with uh, number eight, Cascade Carriage. Was odds on and beaten in its heat. I think worth another chance from box eight again. Marry the Knight's been placed as past five and was a solid second last week. And Mr. 10% won from box three last week and looks among the chances to repeat that effort. So eight, seven and four uh, in a really tricky affair there, race number six, the maiden final. Moving along to the third leg of the quaddy and we've got a rather warm favourite here, the Pink Dancer of Flame did open 175, it's into 155. And this is the Greyhound who I think has got just enormous upside. It's one that's past four. It is highly promising. It's the best bet of the night. It's gone 25.76. It's broken 
26 seconds every time it's uh, one down here in Hobart. Stepped out in Launceston last time out for its first look at the Launceston circuit and went 29.50. It is a very serious greyhound. One out, best bet of the night, race seven, number eight, Dancer of Flame. They're good dogs when they can do it on both shaped tracks and run the time mm. on both. Yeah, and, he's, uh, yeah. And, and it's a greyhound that just, its first three or four starts was just learning. It didn't box well, but mm. it's just getting better and better and better. And really jumping away quite uh, quite brilliantly now. So it, it will, it, from box out, I'd imagine, jump and lead and by the 340-metre boxes, the, the race will be as good as done. It's another Aston DB. They're just winning everywhere at the moment. And the final league of the Quadrilla, Cole, uh, we've got a full field of eight here. And the favourite at the moment is the pink runner, Zarbel, $3 into two fifty. It probably suited better over a longer trip, but uh, I think from box eight, Zarbel can stay out of trouble and does have a really powerful kick. So you'd imagine if it just jumps away and settles probably fourth or fifth, out of trouble, powerful kick down the outside to good Zarbel. To beat number seven, uh, Buckle Up State. He's been racing against some tougher opposition looks to danger. So eight to win from seven in the final leg. Uh, it's a cheap quality tonight. In the first league, two and eight. The second league, eight, seven, four. The third league, eight only, which is Dancer of Flame. And the final league, eight from seven. Now, you've already labelled uh, Dancer of Flame a mm. uh, best bet. That's race seven, number eight. Is that the only one you like, or is there anything else we can no. hang our hat on to? In the last race, we were really impressed with Seraphim, who's a former West Australian greyhound. It's only had the one start here in Hobart. That was four weeks ago, but one really impressively. I think it can repeat the dose today. Race 10, number two, Seraphim, to take us home on a winning note. Yeah, it looked like uh, it was in for a big future in WA. Obviously, there's been a fair bit of movement of WA greyhounds out of there recently with uh, with a couple of trainers on the sidelines. So the two from Cole tonight, race seven, number eight, Dancer of Flame. Race 10, number two, Seraphim. Well, we don't have to say to you, safe driving today because there was no Launceston <laughs> races last night. But that we've only got a couple of weeks of that to go. And then it goes into, well, those Wednesday nights go into recess mm. for winter. So it comes and goes quickly, doesn't it? It does, and I mean, we're nearly at the end of March. I mean, where's 2022 going? It's, uh, it's yeah, just flying. Yeah, might be long, it'll be Christmas, Cole. <laughs> All <laughs> well, right. As you get older, the years go quicker, so we both oh, know yeah, about that. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> All right, Cole, chat next week. Thanks, Jared.